Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And Gilly has done it for me. How's it going, folks? <laughs> again. Um, I'm joined by Smarty and uh, Gilly. How are you doing, boys? Not bad. Good stuff. We've all had Very well, thank you. Very well. Good. We've all had a few technical difficulties, but we've managed to get this show on the road. When you say no, no, all. it's fine. You can see it's me. When, when you say <laughs> all. All right, well. I'm like, the only I one have... who hasn't had to log out and log back in, by the way. Uh, but I, you did I have had... an issue with your AirPods, so, you I know. I was just about to say, you know, yeah. we all meshed up today but anyway i'll roll this and we'll see you in a second hi this is don matteo and then you are listening to the auto know better podcast let's do this it's great the way that uh, i mentioned it on on the pod on sunday how jay's nothing spectacular really has turned into something really spectacular over the last couple of months isn't it i'm actually quite liking that yeah uh, <laughs> So you're doing well, lads? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not yeah, bad. magic. You're good. Steady away. How, your Tuesday's been okay, stress-free for the most part? No, absolutely no. not. It's no. never stress-free, <laughs> is it? <laughs> absolutely not, but you know, you crack on, don't you? You make the best of it as you can. Good, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that anyway, you know. Um, so um, I was on the pod on uh, Sunday with Jay. Uh, we had little Will on there as well, and... Um, he went down a treat, fair play to him. He was a good lad, and uh, it was good old crack having him on. But uh, we were there to talk about the game, and uh, quite frankly, I thought it was um, a bit of a mad performance down in the rain. They get more rain than we do by the sounds of it, by the looks of it. Like <laughs> um, Gilly, um, what what was your uh, overall view on the first half? Anyway, we'll start there just real quick. Yeah, I, I thought. You know, we'd seen nothing spectacular, really. And I think it, it's just... Oh, it's just gone 3-1 Ipswich. Um, Chuffing it. Um, so, it, it, it was one of those where... 
we've we've talked about efficiency before and about um you know some some have, have said how oh, it's not particularly exciting because we're being professional about it and we're being efficient and we're just going out and getting a job done. I think it carried on in that vein. It felt very much like we we just we'd we'd rocked up. We knew we were gonna win. We didn't underestimate them. We just knew that we were gonna win. We went out and did what we needed to do. Um and I think in that first half, I think <clears> you <throat> saw that they just can't really hold a candle to us. I, I know that they're not not their danger man, seventeen goals, but but their main focal point in attack didn't start the game. Um, and you look at that and you think, well, neither is ours because Bamford's not there. But at the same time, um, that hurts them a lot more than it hurts us, just on pure principle of what the state of the two squads are. So I think for me, it was it was one of those where um, on balance of play, I think you're thinking, how is it only 1-0? But going in at half-time, winning was absolutely the the, the right scenario. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was glad because the conditions were very difficult down there again, um, and it meant for a heavy pitch, and the, the, the passing was a bit kind of wayward for periods of the first half and some of the second, but for the most part, I thought um, we, we played well, and, and going in, uh, leading at half time was, was very much um, how I think everyone's, you know, expected it to be. Um, Smarty, um how do you think overall? How do you think uh, Willie Willie played? Do you think is it his place to lose now? Well, I've always said that you don't change a winning team, uh, and I still stand by that. Even though um, James hasn't technically done anything wrong, he's just been injured. But you know, at the end of the day, I say it a lot. If you can imagine being a very very tired left or right back, depending on which position he takes up in the team, and you see Dan James warming up and getting his shirt on and ready to come on, your ass is going to fall out in it. Let's be fair. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's. It, I think you know you, you just you just stick to what we've got. I mean, I think Willie's shown more than what he's capable of, uh, especially at this level. So yeah, it keeps his position for me, which is a shame because, like I said, Dan James hasn't done anything wrong and he's a cracking player, and he's uh, and he's you know he's really really contributed throughout the season so far. But you don't change a winning team. I'm not going to go back on my on my philosophy, I'm afraid. So yeah, keeps... never heard that from you before. No, <laughs> it's it's a good philosophy to have, to be fair, because like it's it's actually it's not doing us any harm not changing them. We all thought, no. oh, loads now we can rotate here, we can do this, you know, rest players, and it's like to be fair, like you just want to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Sorry, I've, I've interrupted Carl no, 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 no. while he was speaking there. But um, I did notice Joe through the week saying that um, uh, she was getting really annoyed because uh, YouTube didn't tell her that we were going live until we finished or we were just about to come off. Uh, but she's with us from the start tonight. So welcome along, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. It, it was. Um, I've totally lost my train of thought there now. Yeah, sorry. I, I, no, no, <laughs> I, I wanted to put that up as well. I was like, I saw it. I was like, when you were talking and I was, or Smarty was talking, I was like, I best not while Smarty's talking. Um, and then I was like, I'll just stare at it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, I, um, I, I, I thought overall we did, uh, we did quite well. Um, but Dan James coming off the bench, obviously, is, um, is enough to put the, the absolute fear in anyone like so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little kind of torn at the moment because I liked how Dan James started the season. I liked how we went into things and, and 
he's a tough little character as well. He wins a lot of headers for a small man, like, um, and his his defensive um, his defend, defensive duties he never he never slacks in, like. So it, it it's just good to see that we have that kind of headache at the moment, and don't rotate if it's going to keep us winning at all, at all. Um, what did you did, what did you think of Willie's uh, Burkamp esque goal? <laughs> I thought it was uh, I thought it was quite tasty now myself. Um, uh, well, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, I'll start there. <laughs> um, I, I I think anybody that can take a touch like that, dropping out of the air the way that it was, um, and and you know the the first touch I think were magic because I think he's done exactly what he intended to do. It's taken it away from the defender. Um, his second touch. You're thinking, ah, he's moved himself away from goal a bit. And then if we're really, really honest and, and slightly critical, he's scuffed his shot. But he's mm. scuffed his mm. shot into bottom corner. So <laughs> you'll take them every time, won't you? Um, but the first touch is magic. You know, the way yeah. that he's dropping out of the sky, it's, it's as you said, it's hitting uh, a, a wet pitch. Um, a bit, the, the, we saw a variable bounce. It was cutting up right from the outset. So to not have confidence in the pitch, we kind of on the half volley, he killed mm. it, and and it, it were perfectly in his path. So I think I think the touch and then to finish it off um, in the way that he did, I think you know you, you, you've got to give him loads of credit for that. Um, yeah. I think when you when you're talking about um, uh, people coming back into the side, I don't care who it is now, whoever it is, waits. You know, yeah. there's been lots of noise online about our oh, strikes the best defender in the in the division, which I'm not having anyway. Um, but uh, there's lots of talk about oh, he walks back into this side. It's like this side has conceded one goal in a thousand minutes. Um, yeah. there's, there's there's no way um, for me. So I, I, yeah, it's 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 one of those where uh, the players have played themselves, and you know we're looking ahead. And you're thinking against Leicester, well, actually, our strongest 11 over the average over the over the season so far has been Bamford at nine and there's been Dan James on the right and we're playing Leicester. And you're thinking, mm, I don't care. I don't care who it is. You, you, you can't drop them out. So, so, yeah, for me, they've played their way into form and they stay that way until form drops off. Whoa, it's doing nil hull. Come on. Oh. Come on. I've sparked a load of tweets. I've come on. Um so so yeah, it, it's it's one of those for me where um uh, it, it, you look at the output and um you look at the work rate and I think Willie's working hard. You are right mm. to say that Dan James works really hard in defense and he's been getting the goals, he's been getting the assists. Um but once a player plays himself into form, you stick with them until the form drops off or they're unavailable through suspension or injury or whatever that might be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think I was a bit worried uh, about halfway through the game where it felt like we needed a change and maybe Rutter, like, was he really having that good a game? I, like, I... I don't know nope. if it was as good to, to get man of the match as, as people have made out. Like I think it was probably one of his more quieter games, but he had two very impact <laughs> impactful periods of the game. Like but Well, we've won two um, nil. He's got a goal and an assist. Yeah, but around that it's kinda did he play that well to get man of the match? I would have personally given it to Willie if I'm honest. I thought he had a, yeah, he had a great game. Um, there were a couple of shouts for Ampadu, but I I, I would have mm, gone Willie. Yeah. 
just to, to quickly hit your point there earlier where you were saying that everyone has to work their way back in. It's mad to say that the guy that we brought in as, as captain in strike was, you know, is playing all right, like not, you know, not conceding many, not losing many. And to say one of our best centre midfielders is now playing centre back is he's keeping him out of the team. It's just a bit mad, like it's mad. But we've replaced one really good centre mid with a even just as good one in, in Groove, I think. It's amazing, it's really. You, I'm going to say, yeah, it is. You know, this is what happens over the course of a season, though. You find your mm. niche, don't you? And because we've got so many talented players within our squad, they're, they're able to fill in at so many different positions. You know, just that's, I mean, Ampadu played um, centre back for Sheffield uh, United, didn't he? So, yeah. you know, it's not it's not a, a, an unfamiliar role to him. But yeah, it's just brilliant how we can interchange players and, and that the, the players excel in those different positions. You know, we've seen it under different managers where, you know, we've moved players, you know, maybe Cock into, into Calvin Phillips's position before and he didn't really do that well. Whereas now we're seeing those inter, that interchangeability, it's just flawless and we, we're not, mm. you know, we're not missing a beat and, and, and we keep going. You know, it's like with this Chelsea game that's next week. These fringe players, I suppose, which you can call them now, which I suppose that Dan James is now again, you know, he'll probably get a start against Chelsea because he deserves it. But, you know, you, you wouldn't even bat an eyelid. You'd be like, yeah, absolutely fine. Whereas before, yeah. you'd be thinking, Ooh, is that right call? Or I would be a bit naive or whatever. No, absolutely. Full on. Get Dan James in the starting 11 against Chelsea if he's not starting on Saturday. Uh, Friday, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Yeah. I think it... Yeah, like at this stage, he is kind of a fringe player because he's he's not getting in. Like you know, he's... unfairly. But you know, at the end of the day, he's, he's got an injury, and and Willie were ready to go. So you know, it's yeah. What it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind and, of it, weird. Yeah, on that, actually, that's the fair approach. Mm. And it is mm. um, he was playing. Willie uh, was on the bench and sat and waited his turn. He, he's he's taken his opportunity, much like Gruev has. Um, if Grave wasn't playing well, he was giving the ball away a lot, and he, he you know, he, he looked like a fish out of water. Well, Stryker would be straight back in uh, centre back, and Ampadu would move forward and go back into midfield. Um, if uh, Willie had not had any sort of form, as soon as Dan James are available, he comes back into the side. They've played their way into form, so you, you, to your points, Matt, you, you don't you don't change that. Roland's made a comment in the in um, in the chat, lads. If Pascal comes back, uh, we can move Ampadu into midfield and give Kamara a rest. What are your thoughts on that one? Now, I I think that if you are looking to give Kamara a rest, you move Gray into midfield and you play the right back that we've signed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's that's a, it's a fair it's a fair yeah. shout, Roland. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it I, is. I wouldn't want to bring I wouldn't want to bring someone that's coming in back in from injury straight into the team like that and just to give someone a rest, someone who's not you know really done all, all wrong. Grewev's doing the Ampadu job, isn't he? He's, he's, he's yeah, taken yeah. that mantle on and that role, whereas Kamara moves around a bit more. He doesn't mm. get forward in his, like, you, you know, he's not dynamic like an eight, but he, he does that job of getting about the pitch and covering and, and, and getting involved and, and dictating some of the play with his passing further up the pitch, whereas mm. Grewev's that anchor that Ampadu was. Um, so Grewev and Ampadu in the middle feels a little bit samey, like they'd be doing the same job. Yeah. Uh, whereas one of them needs to sit that bit in front of that either Gruev or Ampadu for me, and that for me is either Gray or Kamara. Yeah. So, like, just to throw one out there before we move on to predictions, um, I, I've been watching Gruev quite a bit now as well myself. Who do you think has got a better passing range from deep? Do you reckon it's Gruev or Ampadu? Now, take out that you know Ampadu played that ball over the top to Bamford in the FA Cup. That's 
like I mean, like in the games he's played in the league, who do you think looks like the better passer of the ball? And the one that he played for for Ruta when when he mm. had a touch and scored, and and yeah. and those that he's played out at wings that have been perfect yeah. pinpoint balls. And you take out all of those great passes he's played, and which one's got a better passing range? What? No, but you know what I mean. Like it's <laughs> I, I, even I, even I, Archie Gray's I, got a great long pass on him. Yeah. They've got quite a yeah. few players in that team that have got an hell of a hell of a long pass on them. Should I say? Yeah, you know, I think it's, I think it's great. Ampadu's, uh, a bit niche, you know, he's, he's very good. Yeah. yeah. So I think Ampadu's got a better passing range. Yes. I think you cannot take away from how accurate Gruev has been and how tidy yeah. he's been in not giving away mm. the ball very much. Um, there was one, it were, a, it were one of his first games when he were given a start, uh, where right at the start he just played them in. Um, but we were playing against somebody shit. We got away with it and he was imperious for the rest of the game. He used that. To kind of springboard himself to go right, I'm not, I'm not giving anything away again, mm. and he's just carried that on. So, um, yeah. but let's not move on to predictions just yet because you did say that we were going to talk about the first half and we've not talked about the second half pretty much yet. But I'm just okay. going to put up here now uh, the momentum. Um, so you can see, so in that first half, as I said, I think we went in uh, ahead and rightly so. We were well on top for the, for the duration of that first half. In the second half, they had a bit of uh, a, a bit of possession. I, did, I never felt like they were necessarily going to hurt us, but we scored and then dominated the next 10, 15 minutes, and and it kind of was over as a uh, a competition at that point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so, and I th I think uh, Rutgers with the the second goal, it, it was it was always coming. You could see it coming. Didn't like Did I you didn't see a double megs coming? No, I don't I, like genuinely. I don't think Rutter even saw that. Like, but you can't take it away from him. That was double Meg City. Like, but I like, I I, like it. yeah, of course he would. He'd be in the dressing room going, Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, um, no, you got to tell your opponent when you do it. <laughs> you got to shit tells him. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, 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 I didn't know where the goal was going to come from. We were attacking quite well, uh, in the latter stages of the game. Um and and attacking with some vigor as well. So, Smarty, I'll uh, I'll come to you just on this one. Like um, the the swap for Piro and uh, Rutter. Um, I'm kind of worried that he might revert back to Piro in the ten now and and Rutter as the nine for Leicester. Um, hmm. I don't think Piro played particularly bad in the nine when he was up top at all. Like he doesn't have the mobility of Bamford, but. He does try and make the same kind of closing down runs, but just not the pressure. What's um, what's your thoughts on that? I think we've said, and a few of us have said, that when Leeds are playing well, <clears throat> Piro seems to play very well. When there's a lot of space around him for him to be, you know, mobile and, and move around a lot, he seems to play, you know, relatively well. He, he pops up in little in little bits and he's he's good at offloading passes. And the guy's a really really tidy finisher. You know, we've seen that time and time again. You know, you, you know, you'd always back him if you were in one, a one-on-one -on -one situation or whatever. It's, it's when he seems to go missing when we're up against it, or if they play quite compact at the back. So on a Saturday, um, what is Saturday Sunday? Play Saturday. Saturday. Sorry, I've, I've lost track of time here this weekend. <laughs> um, so yeah, as you, as you can see, they were quite open. You know, we, we've seen for the last few weeks against a lot of opposition that they're playing quite open football. Swansea, stupidly enough, it was just like a, you know, it was like what what on earth are you doing? So you know, in in them sort of, sort of situations, he, he seems to do really really well. Leicester will be a hell of a uh, a more complicated game. It won't be as straightforward. I'm really really looking forward to it, actually. 
Uh, we'll get more into that, obviously, as as, uh, as as we get later into the pod and stuff. But it's going to be a, a much a much harder test for him. But then again, Bamford might be back, though. Yeah, would you like to see him come back in uh, and and take away your whole? Don't change the team. Yeah, but it's not, it isn't. It's not. It's 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 one appearance that he's made. The, the philosophy is, I suppose, that you know. Once you get in a, a bit of a run, like like Stroik, now he's been out for months. We're on a mm. massive, massive run now. You can't put Stroik straight back into the team. It's like you know Somerville. Uh, Somerville. Dan James has been out. We're missing for a few weeks. You know we're talking one game for Bamford. But yeah, like I say, yeah, I, I, I can't see him coming back in though because I, even I if he's he available, do, but... he's not had any minutes at all. He wasn't even on the bench um, against yeah. Plymouth. Depends how much so he's been it, it's unlikely. As well, doesn't it? So it's unlikely we'll see him. But yeah. But if he'd been training yeah. at that point, you would expect him to have been at least on the bench, wouldn't you? Hmm. Um, so I, I, I can't see him coming back in. Um, I think the Piro piece, uh, especially against the context of... So I thought, this is a, re- a bit of a weird ju- juxtaposition. I, I thought that Ruter had one of his poorer games, despite the fact that he did get an assist and a goal in the same game. Um, I thought that he had one of his poorer games, but and Perot played quite well, um, and yet Rutter was still so, better than Perot, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I got um, you. Yeah. Your, your new haircut's getting slated, Cal. That's all right. And the great to have uh, we, we, Do you know what we need to do? We need to, fa- we need to find the picture of, of a lockdown. Um, <laughs> we're in the second lockdown. <laughs> Fucking hell. It looked like we just rescued you from a well or something that you've been stuck down for months feeding on like moss and <laughs> licking the walls to stay alive that yeah, was amazing that haircut like i'll, I'll have it, to see if i can find it and show people it very much felt like i was homeless at one point like um... <laughs> <laughs> no no i mean i'm going a little bit hobo at the moment but you know yeah yeah well it's got to be done like got to let yourself go every now and again you know um uh, just uh one thing here adrian uh north york York's uh, whole 10 goal attempts to Saints too. And uh, John says, Saints are rattled here. Keep it up there now, Hull, yeah? Uh, so, has anyone else something they'd like to say about the game? I, I just I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah. Which did bit that. did you specifically enjoy? Was it the last 20 minutes? The, roughly the last 20 minutes. Especially Rutter's goal and, and oh, that yeah. bit afterwards. Yeah, okay. you yeah, could really tell. That. You, you you could tell by the way you like talking about it there at the end of the, yeah. the chat about the the game yeah, anyway. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> Auto no better predictions. <laughs> Moving you, on Billy. then. <laughs> yeah, no bother. Trying <laughs> um, not to hang smarty like. <laughs> so um, well, uh, so the last update, smarty had gone from fifth to joint second. Uh, Smarty has followed that up with a sweet five points. He wasn't the only one to get five points. What? <laughs> uh, so Jay went four nil leads, got one point. Kyle went three nil leads, got one point. Luke went two one leads, got one point. I went three one leads and got three points. Nice. Johnny Brown, on behalf of the fans, went two nil leads, got himself five sweet points. They needed the right one. And Bren also went 2 0 leads and got himself five sweet points. And you were joint second with Bren. 
And oh, what that does no. is the fans are only five points behind Carl. Oh, so no. the fans are on 23, Carl's on 28. Uh, there's then a, another jump to Luke and Jay together on 34. There's another jump now, and there's gaps opening up to Smart <laughs> and Bren both on 39. And I have kept slightly ahead on 41. Oh, it's getting tight at the top there, lads. (laughs) It's all tightening up. There's two points in between the top three. That that very much sounds like uh, the way it's going for Leeds United at the moment. (laughs) He does, really. He 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 was winding me up today. Like He's been winding me up all day saying, no, you didn't say 2-0 this. I said, I know know he's baiting me. I know he's doing this to wind me up. Yeah, but it worked. It did. Do you know what? Even to the fact where I'd actually gone back through the fucking podcast, right? I'd watched the whole thing just just to like try and obviously get... And and I found this. We got... Uh, so Jay's really busy, isn't he? But um, smart, oh, smart I've been in the comments. I'm not. I'm not seeing any from him. But uh, yeah, we'll pick up, pick the rest up from the uh, from the lads. Thank you very much. Cole, Back to you, Luke. Cole, Cole. I love go. the fact that you, I got you. you, go. got you I had to do it. I thought that bastard. He's going to do me out of five points here. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do it. So there we go. Thank you, Jay. By the way, who helped me do that because I'm. Um, <laughs> Totally illiterate when it comes to computing and things, so you had to do that for me. So, uh, nice. I like that. Nice. nice. So yes, Brilliant. it is. It is all. Uh, it's all tightening up, as they say. It's all to play for now, lads, isn't it? Right. Okay. Well, um, where the fuck is that gone? There it is. Auto, no better predictions. Yeah, we're closing. Thanks, Zach. Get it. Very, very professional this evening. Wow. I'm, I'm trying, lads. I'm learning new things. I'm learning how to add stuff to the overlay. and all, I like, I'm, I'm honest, honest to God. I'm absolutely on top of it today. Like, so, um, next, uh, we're, we're going to go on to this. Hey, oh, I've got a shit tech this week, my little spatter fact. I fucking love that. Jesus Christ. You've absolutely properly taken me by surprise there, because uh, I've uh, I've now got to go and find the shit take of the week. And the shit take <laughs> of the week, it's in it's in brand. I've I've, I've got it. Yeah, it's Mister J Ward one eighty on Twitter. He says it amazes me how bitter Leeds fans are about Marsh. Still, I'm taking it. This is because obviously Jesse Marsh featured um, the other night on Sky Sports with Jamie Carragher. Yeah. Uh, Bloke was given one fullback in summer window and was tasked with improving the worst defense in the league. He was doomed to fail based on the lack of recruitment in the positions we needed most. Now then, who would like to start first? Cal, <laughs> would you like to take the lead on this one and give us your thoughts on Mr. Jay Wood's tweet there? Um, well, there's a reason we have picked it for shit take of the week because it's properly a shit take of the week. Um, <laughs> I I genuinely don't know what to make of, of that kind of opinion on on matters of Jesse Marsh. Like I I was looking at that today and I think the only thing you can kind of compare it to is uh you know the US men's national team bleeding uh <laughs> Twitter side where they just absolutely think that every player is the, the bee's knees and, and the dog's uh and um that that for me is is up there with with the shit is taken, the US men's national team tweets. Um now I don't know what inebriated state that chap may have been in when he, <laughs> he wrote that tweet. Um 
but I, I'm I'm really hoping that he he was he was in some sort of K hole or something like that because <laughs> I think that's God. the only I think that's the only excuse you can have that anyone would kind of go you know what that's fair enough. <laughs> Block was given one fallback. What? I mean, it's just not true, is it? It's absolutely demonstrably just not true. Um, I mean, I will say, Carl, it was uh, 25 past seven at night. Uh, If he's in the UK, that is. Um, So, could uh, very well be just back in from a feed of pints and a Sunday roast. I don't really see his profile picture much. (laughs) Um, Where it comes from. I mean, I suppose if you look at the second paragraph, it says, Bloke was given one fullback in the summer window and was tasked with improving... The worst defense in the league, I think. On as 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 the defense goes, I suppose he's got a point there. When the, we only got um, the 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 fairy Viking in to to improve the the the. Defensive and we did have line. Robin Cock. You know, there's no getting away from the fact that he's an absolutely <clears throat> shy footballer. He's stealing a living, but still, mm. you know, it, it, to say that he were only given one fullback is just lies. Yeah. Wait, wait, I mean, yeah. I, I think I think he's, he's he's he hadn't really written it correctly. There is he? He's not. You know, he's. he's we were given one fullback for the defensive part of the team, I suppose, on a whole. Yes, we were given one fullback, but the rest of the recruitment, then he goes on to say, you know, he, he were left hung dry and quartered or whatever. It's like, eh, we, we got fucking Aronson, who was like a Rizzler in the pissing wind. Adams, for what it's worth, who actually was probably one of the only ones that were a fair decent player. Obviously, we signed uh, McKenney in the in the later months, and what's his name? Your mate, defender. Christ. I've kind of blocked all these players' names out now. I but mean, there, there yeah. were a lot more recruitment than just them, you know. Yeah. It's just it's just like what what My I don't, mate, I don't understand. Mate. Whoever's mate, it doesn't matter. Do you oh, know? Right, okay. Um it's just I, I can't believe there's people out there who want to defend him. And there were people that, you know, on online last night and other night that said, Oh yeah, he actually makes quite a few good points, actually, you know, maybe we're a bit ash that we sacked him. Like, get a fucking grip of your life. Have you seen <laughs> what drivel you are writing? I did always talk a good game. His problem was that he couldn't put it into effect. That's what I mean. (laughs) There were loads of people. You know, when they had obviously the team, his video of team training up on the screen and and Carragher's trying to break down. Obviously, there was clear communication barriers. Um, Him trying to understand what the frigging Al Carragher was saying in the first place was obviously (laughs) an issue. But then he's like, he's giving it all this. He's like, oh, yeah, we can do this. And we we like to press areas and we like to play away. Like, that's fucking great, mate. You talk a hell of a cracking game. He, he, he hoodwinked all of us for quite some time. But the guy was absolutely frigging clueless. Absolutely clueless. I've got more football knowledge, apparently, in my fucking left toenail than he has of the, what he ever displayed <laughs> in frigging 12 months of being a manager of Leeds United. Clueless prick. You Not know what his own way. I'm going to be nice yeah. here. I'm, I'm going to be really nice here. You, you do what you need. Um, no, I'm going to be nice to you because he didn't oh. hoodwink us all. You called no. it right from the start. <laughs> yeah, I did as well. Like, me and Smarty were the ones uh, getting shit. No, he, 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 he was the, right from the outset. He went, no, this is all bullshit. I'm not having any of it at all. And he needs to be sacked by Christmas. And the fact that he wasn't is the reason we got relegated. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think everyone's a pre- as the season got on. I mean, I said that right, literally as he took over Bielsa. So that was the season mm. before that, you know. And and then I, I, my opinion wavered slightly when we started off, you know, fairly well in the in the season after. But I was still pretty much saying we did for for a brief 
you know point in time you know but it was clear to see that it wasn't working and the opportunity the thing is the opportunity of the world cup break and the christmas period going into the new um um transfer window in january it was an ideal perfect opportunity for someone else to come in to establish their um, kind of playing uh, style and all that, and it just we just overlooked it because we'd beaten frigging Liverpool on an absolute yeah. fluke, you know. And I can't remember who else would beat. And it was brilliant. Time. It uh, was well, great, we beat fantastic. Chelsea earlier in season, and we beat Bournemouth around that time as well, didn't we? That was it basically was the, the yeah. it was it was the Somerville and Willie show, wasn't it? But it and it was just we were we were we were, we were two nil down or something, and we ended up three winning one three down two. at one point or something. Three one down. There? Um, yeah, and and I know I know four, it was a good comeback. Beat Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. And you know they they the two of them pinged the ball together, and we got the 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 winner on a breakaway, didn't we? And and, it, and yeah. yeah, it, it was amazing. The Liverpool game I watched in Old Ball in Osforth, and uh, oh, is Edinley? Uh, no, it's Osforth, isn't it? Um, and um, you know it were packed out, and there were one Scouse fan. And did I enjoy myself with him? <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, it, 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 and and you know, we really enjoyed those games. But you would absolutely erase that to have not had Marsh there at all. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, it, just, I, it got embarrassing, didn't it? It got embarrassing. Didn't it did. It, yeah. And it you, did. you swallowed. It was just so easy to break. It was so yeah, the, brittle because if you. Was shit. If, it was. It was. It was. It was diabolical. It was awful. Really, I, I can't speak. Um, yeah. But but yeah, you know, it's it's one of them where um, any coach with any nous about them at all that has any sort of level playing field. So we're not talking about in Austrian P leagues, uh, in, in an actual top level league where you've got actual top level players, um, and all you've got is a bit of uh, athleticism, which we did have when he first took over, and he ruined that as well. It is um, you compress a game. But when you compress a game in the areas that we were, it's dead easy to break because you just kick the ball into that big open space and have one person there and he's got nobody marking him and then they can do whatever they want. And mm. Sides just did that against us again and again and again. Yeah. And like you say when you're playing in a when you're playing in a farmers league in in in, in Europe, you know, you, you've got a couple of decent, you know, Austria, you know, even Germany, you know, France to a degree, you've got a couple of top tier clubs, just like the Scottish Premier League as well. Yeah. Or Super League or whatever the friggin' hell they call it. You've got your Celtic and your Rangers and you might have one other team that does okay. Pretty much the majority of the whole European leagues are very, very similar. So you can afford to be gegenpressing or whatever you're doing in, in, against other teams who are absolutely shit. But I would dare say that most Premier League teams, especially those in the top half of the league, would give any sort of top-tier um, other, other league sort of teams a, a good run for the money. That that style of play does not work in the Premier League. We saw it with friggin' Mr. Rabbit Hutch Hassan Hootle at Southampton when he tried to employ the same sort of style there. They got absolutely dicked left, right, and centre until they, until they sacked him as well. It just does not work in this league. The individual quality of the opposition players in this league far outweighs the individual quality yeah. of other players in other in, in other leagues. It's just, it's just chalk and cheese, and it just doesn't work. But obviously, the Americans were fantastic players, and then everywhere else was shit, and that it was them that would let us down. The only person that can hold his head, well, help, I suppose hold his head high it, to a degree is Adams because I thought he was fantastic for a period and then he turned into a loaf of cheese and... A loaf of cheese? A loaf of cheese. <laughs> a loaf of cheese. 
yeah. a lump of cheese and just melted into nothing, didn't it? So, but looking yeah, back though, the, the most enjoyable thing about Adams is click absolutely cleaning him out on training pitch. Ah, oh, man, that clip <laughs> put up again there on Twitter during the week. I was like, yeah. that's beautiful. That that should be. Can you hang a video in the Louvre? I mean, it's just it's unreal. It's unreal. We we got uh, we got some real gold, didn't we, off the training pitch? You know that Bielsa hug for Bamford and and oh, yeah. click absolutely mm. destroying Adams. You know, there's, there's there's been a couple. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, overall it was a, a period in the club's history that'll probably be forgotten as quick as it happened. Um, so hopefully that's that's the case. Um, well, just, somebody uh, on on uh, Twitter today said. Um, Marsh want that bad when you look at the play. Look at the managers that we've had. We've had uh, Hockaday and, and we've had Milanic, uh, and you know it, it started listing off uh, all of the um, uh, absolute dross, all of the coaches that we've had. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking there is only the Hock that I would think twice about not taking over Marsh. Yeah. Before I ever considered bringing Marsh back in, I would oh. go Milanic. I would oh. go Skubala. I would actually yeah. bring those in before I ever considered Marsh ever again because he's he's literally you know at least they've shown some pedigree in doing some coaching and some training. Yeah. Um, in in effect, I mean, you look at the difference that it's made. Melier's looking better. I know it's at a different level, but Melier's looking better. Bamford's looking better. Somerville's still looking good. Nonto's back on his game. Uh, but you look at the 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 midfield and you look at the defence and the output, you know, to have conceded so few goals and to be so dominant uh, under somebody that actually has a mind of how he wants his team to play and mm -hmm. gives them an idea of what their job is and sets the boundaries for what, what, what he's looking for from them. And if they're not doing it, calls them out on it and make sure they do it right or they get pulled and somebody else goes in. That's that's what you need. You just yeah. need somebody that's got the right leadership values and the right management styles to be able to get the most out of your players. And Jesse Marsh is nothing but a snake oil salesman. He doesn't have any of that. What what Jesse Marsh has done is he's gone and read all the material that he needed to read to get his pro license badges and not learned how to implement a single fucking thing. Yeah. That, you see, we used to call it what was a, a, a paper MCSE uh, was somebody that had uh, learned how to pass the test but didn't have any of the real-world experience. So they had the qualification, they got a job off the back of it and had absolutely no idea what they were doing. That's Jesse yeah. Marsh. That is 100% Jesse Marsh, yeah. Um, oh, Smarty, what's this? Bryn's having a right pop at you. Smarty banned me for team killing on called the dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's a whole other stream yeah at that one. Fucking reban me if you want. Even though I didn't even though I didn't in the first place. See, how how do you do it now? Options. <laughs> uh, I'll just read through a few uh few more comments lads before we get on to chatting uh, about uh just I, I just wanted to maybe touch on uh Willie and Cree just for a second, but I'll just go through a few comments first, all right? Uh Alison uh Indeed, he is out on Friday. Jesus, that's great news. Absolutely fantastic, that. Nice one, Alison. Um, um, go on, Smarty. Are you going to say something? I've just, I've just been, whilst um, Gilly were just chatting there, I was just having a look at the um, injuries to um, Leicester. Michael Brighton has returned from injury. Um, mm. Ian Acho is back for them, the bastards. Mm. Ben Nelson is a doubt, though. Okay. Um, and DD is out with a long-term muscle injury. 
So there you go. Do you know what they've also it. said in their little news thing, which they're absolutely buzzing over, which I've, I've quite found quite funny. Um, we have been hit by four important players, or injuries to four important players, that, and they continue with Patrick Bamford, obviously, but then have listed Sam Byron, Pascal Stroik, and Stuart Dallas. <laughs> Big Stu has been missed, obviously. He's been gone yeah, for two well, years. Well, yeah, but... I'd like them all back, but, you know, yeah, we've, yeah. We've, we've lived without him <clears throat> to this point and our second in the league, so, you know. Yeah, it's okay, lads. Just, you know, keep carrying on you how you're on. carrying on, Lester. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Nigel D, Nigel D, how are you doing? Anyone seen the uh, LUFC vid on the lads? Do- oh, and the lads doing I've seen, I've seen a clip of it where um, I think I think it's Rutter <laughs> who says, uh, it, 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 look, I, don't, I think it's Archie Gray that's drawing something on like a whiteboard and it looks like a cat. But then Rutter, out of nowhere, says, he's like, and Rodan kicks off and goes, there's no way you'd have got bloody hippopotamus from that. And Ampadu starts kicking off like, no way, he's told him. Archie's told him. There's no way you would have guessed that thing. It looked like a chuffing tomcat. It never looks like a bloody hippopotamus. He's never seen one. Brilliant. But yeah, it looks good. being men. Good being men. It is good being What's Danny on about here? It's good being men. He's yeah, probably is, yeah. uh, he's probably been sniffing his prick sticks again. Yeah. <laughs> prick sticks. <laughs> I yeah, don't think that's what it is. He's not he's not allowed glue. He's not allowed proper glue. He's got a prick stick. <laughs> no, he's he's been eating that paint glue, you it's know, a the prick one that you get. Stick. A prick oh, stick is something oh, yeah, he's not a again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Actually right. Yeah, again, that's stick. a totally different podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> prick stick. <laughs> Some pricks do uh, stick. No. <laughs> Hey, mate, uh, you, you obviously Bob. know more about that than I do. I do. I'm a connoisseur in the old pricking and sticking. <laughs> club. Um, Paul Brennan's in the comments. He's saying, well, he seems to be getting his mojo back and he's scoring goals, which bodes well for the promotion running. And we have Dan James as well. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's definitely a, a one to look forward to there. Uh, we have one from Jay. Feel for DJ. Did amazing as... As a starter, I did kind of throw me there for a second. Uh, When Cal reads it, it sounds as he reads it. (laughs) Starter. Starter, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start that again. Uh, Feel for Dan James. Did amazing as a starter. Uh, But can't take Willie out when he's performing so well. Yep, totally agree, Jet. Paul Brennan here again. The refreshing thing is the whole team playing for each other, playing for the manager, all smiling. Team spirit is 100% solid, which bodes well for the promotion push. Absolutely. Uh, we have Johnny Brown. Rutter couldn't hold anything up at all, and that's why Farrakh moved him to nine. Tend to agree. He had a, he was getting a lot uh, of pushing and pulling out of him. Like, so, yeah, I, I tend to agree with Johnny on that one. He, he wanted Johnny Brown. He's right. <clears throat> Speaking of Johnny Brown, apparently um, he's taking young uh, Alfie to another game at home. Apparently he's watching as well this evening. Good evening to you both over in Ull. Hello, lads. Yep, your little ledge. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you better uh, you better not break it against these lot, Alfie. Otherwise, you'll be <laughs> for it. Son. Why would you even say that? What a fucking wally. Anyway, moving along. Are you fucking joking? They've been plastered. Bloody square balls been plastering it around for freaking months. So this, this young lad's his lucky charm. Uh, uh, you know. Joe Bedford, piece. it's not worth much, but this one, this is the only part I watch. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate that. That'll do us. That'll do yep. us. And, uh, you need to broaden want... your horizons, Joe. 
Nah, Stop it. Just, it's grand. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The podcasts are available, but they're all shit. Stay here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Kenneth, I saw this comment uh, when we were talking about Jess, that, that shit take of the week. So I just, uh, I live in America. Yeah, no, no. Only I thing Cl- I, is, I ask is that y'all don't judge all of us by the US. Me- Absolutely not. That wasn't my point when I said it. It wasn't aimed at actual football fans. It's just the US men's national team. Are, their Twitter is is just insane. It's nothing to do yeah. with proper football fans. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I, Kenneth, if you were upset by my comment, I do apologize. But Kenneth, uh, Wisconsin White, actually. There you go. Yes. Yeah. We've all said we've all said it a few a, times. A Baradian Cook, can't we? No. Have we not? I've, I've asked him to come but, on but to but one, but he's. Um... But he, uh, maybe that's we talked about it. But he, he is he, he's, he's absolutely spot on. It's not American fans. It's no, USMNT yeah. fans. It's your USMNT. Yeah. Flag that's a totally separate entity, like. And um, there's other flag waving wankers from our country as well. So don't. Oh, absolutely. Be, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think like, you're on about Robert Wetzel. He's from Wisconsin as well. I think, uh, I think Rob's, yeah, maybe. Rob's been on here before. <laughs> Just wanna you, you're welcome, Danny. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> a, certain, uh, a certain female pop star sort of Americans. <laughs> well, I tagged... I hashtag USMNT and Swifties under one of Dan's tweets. <laughs> Me and Gilly went on um, the Not oh, Another Leads podcast a few weeks ago and started slating um, all of the Taylor Swift people and fans. Whoa, and whoa, whoa. You did? I warned oh, you well, against I'm it. You I didn't even know what a Swifty was. I had to be, because I'm older <laughs> and stuff now, I, I had to be, uh, have explained to me what a Swifty was. And obviously, Gilly being, you know, older than the Ark, knew exactly what it was. A, um, a Swifty back so, home was a quick pint before you hit the road. Like, that was a Swifty well, yeah, back yeah. home. Back so when I was saying, oh, there's a Swifties and this and the other, I'm like, this cannot be what I think it is. So you had yeah. to explain it to me what it was. So, yeah. Good luck with that one, Danny. It's out. Uh, Nige D says, Jesse Marsh equals penis ball. This is very correct. Jay is yeah. having a dig at Smarty in the comments. Smarty, you xenophobe from the US men's national team nutjobs. Yes. 
And uh, Danny has my England is broken. <laughs> they're not. I think um, they're not because uh, we said that all of the Le- uh, Leeds United based podcasts are shit. They are. They're, they're not. <laughs> all right. Okay. That was started some, fairly lively. There is some chuffing good stuff out there. Um, definitely. There is indeed. Um, Two minutes to list, to be fair. Yeah. Um, just quickly, lads, there was an article today that I spotted, and it was um, about uh, Chris Somerville basically stating that he um, didn't. <laughs> Uh, that he didn't he, he didn't look for a move and he wouldn't look for a move even if we didn't go up this season. I just want to just touch on this quickly. Um, do you think is that just for the papers or what do you think the crack is there, Gilly? Uh, you don't know how much of it is um, Kareem Favre. He comes across as quite a down-to-earth person, though, don't he? I know that that, that there were um, comments made that were around his professionalism. Um, Smarty Man City won the up against Brentford. Erling. Yeah, but... um, Um, Yeah, but Ipswich are winning, so my bet's gone to shit. (laughs) Never mind. Um, When the fun stops, stop. Um, So, yeah, I think it's one of those where... um, if you if you look at the level of performance he's putting, the level of effort he's putting in, um, he he didn't come across as somebody that was looking to force a move at the time. Um, it seems quite level headed, which is quite against. If if you remember way back when, Jesse Marsh was saying we're hoping that Willie Nonto has a positive influence and a positive impact on uh, on Cree, um, as he called him, and and I think that kind of seems to have done a bit of an about turn because it actually seems to be Jimmy that is um, the one that's grounded, the one that's kept his head straight, uh, the one that's put all the effort in uh, and we're hoping actually Willie's going to emulate Jimmy. So it's it's uh, it's, it's one of those for me where um, it's nice to hear, but if a big offer comes in, you know, we saw what the club did with Jack Harrison because um, Rads wanted to cash in. You know, we were going to send him down the road to Leicester, who we were trying to <laughs> leapfrog in the table and stay up while they were trying to do the same with us. And it's like, hang on a minute. One of our, you know, all right, he's had variable performances with his time, over his time with us. Um, but on his day can be a match winner. And put, always put in a, 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 a mammoth shift of work. Um, so I think it's, it's it's one of them. It, it's It's nice to see. But if there's a big offer, yeah, I bet they're off really. I think loyalty is something that, as fans, we demand of one another, and we like to think that local-born players have got the same level of loyalty. You know, you look at Cooper, and he's been with us ten years now, testimonial year, and all of that sort of stuff. Um, it's a job for them. Mm. That's the thing. Like it's it's at the end of the day, it's a paycheck as well, regardless. You know, um, Smarty. Um, do you think uh, the way Cree is playing at the moment, I just want to, again, just really quickly, um, the way Cree is playing at the moment, do you think has that had a po- has had has it had a positive effect on Willie or do you think it's more Willie wanting to prove that he's he's good enough to be in it? You know, you see your mate doing well, you're like, geez, I want that, I want to be able to drive for that. Do you think is it as much that as trying to prove that he, he wants to be here? Like, I think so. I think given the reception that he got at the start of the season, clearly he was upset by it, but 
said that you know that said it was fully justified and well deserved in my opinion you know the way they can he conducted himself at the start of the season for him to see how well um Somerville's playing you know he's playing with bags and bags of confidence you know he's he's one of our very best players you know probably best player depending on who you are and you know etc etc but for him, because they're so close, apparently, for him to see how well he's been received and how well, how much he's been loved this season, of course you're going to want a little bit of that. You know, I think he was very, very poorly advised at the start of the season. Hopefully, you know, now he's got his head screwed on and, and wants to crack on and, and nail down a start in 11 because that's that's going to have an effect on him as well. You know, not getting into the team, you know, and being, being on the sidelines and seeing it all. After the season that he had the season before, you're going to, get a, you're going to want to get on that action. You know, so he might have had to eat a little bit of humble pie, but at the end of the day, he's a cracking player. Um, see you, one of your, your your best mates doing so well in Chris Somerville. You're going to want a bit of a slice of that, aren't you? So, yeah. and it, and it seems to have worked because he's hitting a great bit of form and he's he's contributing very very well in all the games. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. more 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 of it, please. I think it just it, it goes well for the club, the team, and and everyone associated with us now at the when, moment. When because... when all players are playing with confidence, so and you and you can mm. see the team they are together and and they're all smiling, they're all happy. You know, there's no negative. I mean, you look, you know, you contrast that with last season when they all looked miserable and and just they just look. A lot of them look well. They played like they didn't want to be here, but they looked certainly like they didn't want to be here. There's a massive togetherness, and that's partly down to Fark, obviously, and, and his culture that he's instilled in, in, in the lads. And you know, he's brought the fans and the club back together after you know a bit of a a rough patch, should I say? Kind of like a divorce, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, yeah. between the players and the fans, you know, it was it was a bit of a rocky road. But yeah, he's brought the whole club back together again. Um, you know, and and, it, and it's a it's great. You know, it's it's great being a Leeds fan again. Yeah, and they are likable, aren't they? You know, you, yeah, you look at them all, and the way they interact with each other, the way they play. But you know, the the Flamingo Land video that we've, we we some of us have seen, some of us seen clips of, and what have you, um, and just the way that they interact with each other, and 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 you know, we built a massive rapport with the squad through that COVID period when we couldn't be there, and you've seen all the videos and all of that going on, and, and we've mm. kind of lost our way with the club a little bit, or the club lost its way. You 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 brought in a snake oil salesman as uh, the head of the the plane staff, and you brought in players that were clearly you know self before side a hundred percent because we've seen what happened beyond that and the way that Cine yeah, and Adams and everybody else you know um, so I think the the fact that now actually what you can see is players just enjoying playing football and playing with each other and playing for the fans and appreciating the fans and getting involved in it. Uh, one of the um, videos I saw through the week uh, was it was a young lad that was stood uh, near the team coach. Um, and I don't know if you remember, but there were one time after a game that uh, Leeds were very heavily criticised for not interacting with the fans. Now, we'd mm. been beat and it was shit time and everybody were down and we were beat, getting beat every week. So it's a different context. But every single first team play, there were a couple of fringe players and and, and um, youth players that didn't. But you can see them looking at him and going, will he even know who I am? Does he care? And I don't think it was ignoring. I think it was a case of, I'm going to stay out of the way and let the, the you know your rutter that's just got a goal and an assist to go over and interact with this, this young lad and, and whatever else. But they all went over and fish bumped and they were spending a bit of time with him ruffling air and you know just genuinely being nice. And they are nice mm. humans. And I think we did have that and we lost that quite a bit. 
Farker has reinstilled that, I think. He's got to take a lot of credit for that. Oh, he does indeed, yeah. Bryn's, uh, Bryn's made a decent comment. He says um, that the dressing room died with Bielsa. It needed regeneration. Sorry, it needed relegation to reset and rebuild with new con- with the new owners and coach. Absolutely. I think there were quite a few people last season said that the worst thing that could happen to Leeds would, as, would for us to be you know relegated because of the financial constraints and everything that goes with it. I said it. Um, yeah, well, yeah we, we all did pretty much. We, we all said you know it's the worst thing that could possibly happen. However... There was a few saying, but it could also be the best thing because we get rid of all the shit houses, which we did. I mean, they left us to be fair, so it won't, you know, it would, it would, it would one way really. But you know, you're getting rid of the ownership, bringing new people in, you know, establishing some some more youth. You know, Archie Gray's come back through the ranks, getting more quality, proven players, which we never did before. Maybe apart from Patrick Bamford, we brought him in. You know, when we sold um, Vieira. Price's name went out of my head then. Oh, Ronaldo um, Vieira. He, 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 Never he, gives the ball Vieira, away. Yeah, Vieira funded the Bamford sale. You know, we brought we brought Bamford in. He was an established, very, very good striker at this at this level. But the rest were gambles. And when we moved into the Premier League, there were gambles. Some of them paid off. You know, you, 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 you Rafinha's, etc. Even Rodrigo, I'd say, was was an absolute, you know, he, he was a good signing. But then we, we, we bought a lot of shit um, because we were under a shit manager who didn't have a frigging clue. We were also under a dipstick director of football who really, you know, towards the end of his oh, tenure, it just caught up. Yeah, oh, yeah, he should have known, but he completely <laughs> lost it, didn't he? You know, and, and to be fair, the best thing that's happened to us is to, for us to get relegated, for us to completely wipe the slate clean, bring in a, a brilliant board. We've got, obviously, the, the American 49ers group, they've come in and, and, and taken the reins. We've got a cracking manager. You'd only have to listen to what the uh, the Norwich fans said about Fark and, and what they thought of him. You know, it, it wasn't obviously, you know, he didn't do well when Norwich were in the Premier League because of the lack of funding that they had. But they still, nevertheless, they gave him glowing reports. And we'd seen how well he could do. So we've made the obvious choices. We've, we've hit the targets that we needed to hit in this league when we were relegated. We've got a cracking manager. We've got a good board. We're making good, solid signings. And the rest has just been left up to the, to the players that have been brought in. The fans are back on board. Everyone up behind the scenes is working well together. It's like, it's perfect. We're in a perfect position now. And we are in an absolutely perfect position because we've just been steadily chipping away at those top two for the majority of the season since the, the, the bit of a rocky road at the start of the season. We've been just, just doing our own thing, just playing our own game. The team's got used to playing with each other steady. Because I know what you'll say. Um, Hang on. <laughs> steady. Pun not intended. But yeah, it's just, it's just great. And, and like I say, you know, we're, we're at the point now where that we can just carry on that trajectory and just and just do our own thing and just not worry about it. I would much rather be in our position now than defending the first and second. Well, we are in second, but, you know, up to, up to a point, we weren't defending the championship like we did, you know, in Bielsa's league and then shit out around Christmas time and then just start to drop down the league. Chasing mm. the pack is easier to, to, to go out than, than, you know, leading the way or whatever. I've rambled yeah. a bit there, and I? But, you know, what right, right. But I, I think just the pressure's to... on Leicester, isn't it? I think that's yeah. the point, is it's Leicester's... Leicester are in the driving seat, so they haven't won it, but it is theirs, theirs to lose. Um, you know, they've got to drop the ball for them not to, mm. not to win the title from this point. Um, I think from a, a perspective of um, things being in our own hands... We've got Leicester to play. We've got Saints to play last game of the season. So, uh, to a certain extent, our destiny is now within our control. Um, and I think that, that that's a big deal. Um, you are right to say that 
sometimes chasing is is it feels less pressured than leading. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think these players that we've got Friday night's game is essentially a Premier League tie. Yeah, in in in, yeah. in, in pretty much in everything. Um, yeah, it, it's it, it effectively is, and I think that you could put either side out against one of the bottom six of the actual Premier League and be very confident of getting a result. Um, so you know, I think it, it's it's expected. I think to be a good game. When we played them earlier in the season, it was a good game. Um, of course, it was we beat them. But no, it, it, it was a good game, and I, and I, and I, I think it will be again. I think there'll be some good football played, um, and it's about um, it's about the the clubs maintaining isn't it because if Leicester maintain um, the form and, and show that Borough was just a blip, then they'll be in a position again where they can go right. Okay, it was just a blip. We're beyond that now. We've beaten second place team. Pressure's off us because we can just keep our form going now. If they right. lose another one, that's a big deal. Two in a row lost and we'll be closing that gap even more. And that will be a case of, can you hold your nerve? And and, and that has rolled us nicely into the game on Friday. Um, I think, uh, Gilly, just to, I just wanted to, actually, before we do go on to the game Friday, I just wanted to put up this this comment. It, it, it's definitely one that would you know you would appreciate. Bye bye mercenaries. <laughs> well said, Coop. Uh, if you don't want to be here, then fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. No time for you. You waste of space. Um, so, Gilly, you were making some great points there about the pressure being on uh, on Leicester if um, the 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 game goes how we'd all like it to go on Friday. I kind of stuck my neck out there on Joe's podcast uh, about a week and a half ago and I said that um, we'd probably win the league by four points <laughs> uh, now at the time I think they were I think they were 12 or 13 points ahead of us and Joe Blackburn said that's a 16 point swing win on Friday and it it do you, do, do you think um do you think that's possible do we dare to dream do we shut up shop yeah it'll be what it'll be six points at, at that point if yeah it'll be six points and we'll be so the goal difference i think is uh about eight different at the moment so at the very worst we'll be seven goals behind them if we beat them by one goal we'll be if we beat them six points and seven goals behind them that's not insurmountable. We've given away better than that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no side has ever been top at Christmas and not been promoted. Um, so, you know, I, I think it, it's, I think at that point, it'll be a case of, can you hold your nerve? Uh, and that's when you'll see whether Leicester have the credentials uh, mm. and have the minerals and the stones to carry that through. And if they do, fair play, they deserve the title. Yeah. Because if if they get beat off Borough and then beat off us in back to back games, and then they they steady that and then carry it through to end of the season, then they deserve it. Yeah, I, I I'm I, fully uh, in agreement, Chair. Sorry, go on, I, I I wrote on Twitter on the ooh, um, ooh, ooh. Rotherham have scored. It's three two. Shit, I've just cashed my bet out. 
Oh, you, <laughs> you <wally>. dick! <laughs> Absolute wally. Never cashed How the out. Friggin' hell of Rotherham scored the shit. Because yeah. you've just cashed out. That's why Rotherham scored. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, that was worth 500 quid, that bastard. Anyway, fucking hell. What have anyway. you learned from tonight's pods, Marty? Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Don't be on your phone. Fucking hell, I hope they come back. Yeah, that's no, two reasons for them to come back and win now. The, the, the reason I was looking at my phone is because back in mid-January, I uh, I responded to... Um, you remember the, the the tweet that were going around the... Uh, I think it's Saints statistics or something. Um, yeah. Saying that Leeds to... were out of the running, blah, blah, blah. blah. I commented a few bit, little bits and bobs. And I said that first isn't a done deal yet. This is when Leicester, I think they were at 17 points ahead of us at that point, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I had loads of people quoting me saying, first isn't a done deal yet. Oh, with all that laughing emojis and all that sort of shit. Well, fuck you, you pricks. Because it ain't done, <laughs> is it? I've got that many bookmarked tweets in here. It's like a, an absolute fucking minefield of shit. I've got mind the gap stuff from Ipswich. I've got all sorts of shit going on. And I just bloody can't Taking names and keeping that. receipts. Love it. Oh, I love it. I do. Martin Nolan um, is in the comments and has asked, uh, do you have matching black Crocs to go with that top, Smarty? Uh, it's not a black top. It's the green one that Fark was wearing the other. It's is just it green? I thought it was a dark blue one. It's beautiful. It's great. <laughs> um, it's that green one that Fark were looking sexy as tits on, uh, on, on in, in one of his interviews. So I went and bought it. And I went and bought the... Um, green Crocs? To, Turquoise, no, I don't have green crocs. They're a turquoise colour. Turquoise. Isn't that green? And the, you know, well, you know the the mint turquoise green colour. That's the other training top. It matches in, that in, one. In turquoise so green. Just fucking wait. Well, it's a greeny blue, isn't it? Turquoise. You wouldn't know. You're colour blind. That's why I'm asking and not saying. Is it grey? <laughs> I don't really know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I've got that as well. So just wait for summer, and I'll be out there to me. In my Crocs and my, and my training top looking fucking ace, all colour-coded and matchy-matchy. Yeah. I tell you I'm what, that Rotherham like... goal's a peach. Oh, don't start with that. Come on. No, it is. It's a right finish. Oh, man. So, oh, Smarty... Dauphin. Yeah. Don't turn this into another Croc cast, for Christ's sake. No, no, no. Don't. Just... no, 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 no. We, we, we know the shy. We know that yeah, we're not doing we, it. We, we, but... But 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 have you got a dressing gown? No. I'm not gonna go willy-nilly buying shit dressing gowns. It needs to be Hugh Hefner-esque. I want to be able to stand on my doorstep in Dewsbury. Come see your dad. I'm gonna come see your dad. I'll spot you out. I'll put to my stairs and I'll wave at you. I'll have my crocs on, my smoking jacket, dressing gown, a little you know them little bubble vape pipes that you can get. <laughs> right. all, go all golfers and shit that go to the golf club behind me. Anyway, crack on. Crocs so I was lads. actually, you, I, I wasn't going to turn it into a crock Dressing croc down here, pal. Yeah, mine's <laughs> hanging on the door there. Nice big blue Superman one. Um, so Smarty, Friday night. Um, give us uh, your your take on it. How do you think? Oh, it's going to pan out. We've seen Gilly now. He's brought up the the. The stats, the on top stats for the last two games. Mm. Does it worry you that we seem to drop off at the start of the second half for a little bit um, before we start getting back into it? No, not necessarily. Um, I think we don't always see the opposition come at us uh, in the second half. You know, sometimes we like, you know, especially if we're lagging behind, we like to, you know, come out all guns blazing in the second half as well. So it's it's there and thereabouts, but. 
I'm really, really looking forward to this. Even if, even if we do lose, it's a game that's going to be, it's just going to be the battle of the best teams in it, really. I mean, you can kind of include Southampton, but if, if, if my money were on it at the start of the season, I'd have, I'd have always backed Leicester. Um, I think they're a good team. They've got some quality footballers. Um, and it's just I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to try and enjoy it and not to think too much about it because if we, even if we do lose, it doesn't define the rest of our season. And I think everyone needs to remember that. You know, because you can guarantee on Twitter and other social media, they'll be, oh, we've oh, lost it now. Started. We fucked it's it. already started. It's gone. We're right. We might as well fold. You know, it's you know, it's just one game. You know, we're still up there. We're still competing at the top of the league. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be a game. It's going to be an hell of a match. Like, but I mm. do, I do fancy us. You know, we're, we're unbeaten at home. You know, that's got to stand for something. You know, they they won't want to come to us. You can guarantee yeah. they will not want to be coming to us on Friday night. Not at all. Not after a loss at home when they they really didn't play well at all against Middlesbrough. I thought Middlesbrough played. I don't know if you watched the game, um, but Middlesbrough played quite well. They they yeah did. They did played a low block quite a lot, but they hmm. they did try and hit them where it hurt on the break down the middle. Like they 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 kind of tried to exploit um, the fact that Leicester play with two wide you know centre backs. So what did he say that? He said, "I have Jammy a quilted. He's got a quilted silk smoking, silk jacket. smoking jacket. I expect nothing less from Jammy at this stage. It don't, uh, Jammy, Jammy's in the uh, US and it, and he'll have some proper gear over there, some like yak silk, bloody fur, or some oh, shit. I, I, I would, I would, I would picture in like a Rocky. We'll, we'll be Gillies will be plastic. He, he can't go near to frigging fire. He'll melt to his Fuck leg. You. He's got to be, you got to be careful. Um, he's already ruined three shell suits. Apparently, shell suits are coming back." Yeah, you know no, this. No, no, I'm not having any of that. I'm fine. Tell, uh, yeah, let me just, let me just, let me just say, that I I'm will not. I'm not saying the not. It's not happening. I me. will not be buying another shell suit. I saw someone in frigging. Do you remember Adidas poppers from like? Oh, <laughs> must be twenty years ago. It's the nineties, man. Yeah, I, that, yeah. Like I loved my Adidas poppers. Apparently they're yeah. back as well, and I've been for a yeah, little yeah. while. Not that you can get it on. This is like rocking our shit to get hold of. Finest what? original clothing, luxury vintage goods. This says in its label, so from that where? must be true. Luxury vintage from fucking Shanghai Tokyo. or some shit. Oh, fuck. Well, you're close. <laughs> there we go. Tokyo. How many dogs have made that? Handcrafted. Handcrafted from the backs yeah. of an Alsatian. In the middle yeah. of China. Oh no, no! It'll be it'll be a sweatshop. It'll be it'll be made by kids. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh, but it's a, it's a cruel world out there, you know. It is indeed. Um, so <laughs> let's uh... try being a Leeds fan. There's not much crueler than that. I'd rather oh. spend a week sewing footballs together for a pound than having to watch Leeds sometimes. Anyway, digressing. But... Like, I, I joked in the tweet earlier on saying we'd be doing culinary corner and bird watching. I didn't think we were talking sweatshops <laughs> and poxy football. Like... <laughs> to move us back to football, there, and yeah. to touch on Smarty's point, there, there was um, <laughs> some dickhead on Twitter earlier. I can't remember who it was, but um, he was saying, oh, um, Saints win tonight, Ipswich win tonight. Uh, we definitely lose on Friday, and then we're going to be fourth, and it's all going to be shit again. It's like, hang on a minute. We've won eight league games on the bounce, <laughs> on the spin. Just fucking enjoy the ride. If you can't enjoy it now, when can you? It's I don't just get craziness. That. This I don't is what you've got to remember. That. We've got to enjoy this, right? 
And, th- and this game that's coming up on Friday, we have to enjoy it. Just for what it is, it's a spectacle, mm. and it'll be brilliant. The, the, the stadium will be bouncing. Hopefully, the five fans that Leicester will probably bring up with them will be bouncing around as well. Oh, it's no, I think, they'll, I think they turn up. I think they sell out. I'd like yeah, to, I'd like to hope so. I mean, the, I don't think the, the bottom tier has been sold um, back to our fans. Really? It? So it's, I don't know. They haven't, oh, let's see what you mean. Yeah, they yeah. haven't. Um, so yeah. it's, 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 it's looking positive. Oh. But uh, it's going to be a cracking day. We just need it to is. turn that frigging stadium into a cauldron of noise and 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 virtile. Yeah, it needs. Yeah, to be but the fuck all of this flag waving, nonsense. No, no, sticky flags. Saying, up your bring ass, man, bring back the flags that Rad's had and all of that shit. Fucking no, I'm not having wankers. any of that. No, no. scarves no, acceptable. Flags, oh, yeah. fuck right off. Yeah, yeah. Or bring your own scarves or something. You know, no flags. Or a what? Tivo. Tivo. Yeah, it's the when they do the design all over the stadium, isn't it? Tiva. Oh, t- yeah. I was going to say TiVo's that technology T4. you used to use to, to, to kick in your VHS recording. <laughs> yeah, this is wonderful. I'm talking charm. About. You know, when we, when we do that regular thing of, of video recording on a, a remember, um, VHS cassette in the stadium. Do you remember that big flag that used to be in South Stand? Probably yeah. slightly before Bielsa came. Yeah. There were, we a, to, there were a couple to, of them, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, it used yeah. to be out in South Stand. We haven't seen that for years. Yeah, yeah, get them back out. That's yeah, I don't miss him. No, I don't miss him. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't, right. mind. I don't mind a few of them flying around. Anyway, as long yeah, as it, as long as it fucks off before game starts, isn't it? Oh, well, At least we don't do. have a fucking disco like them wankers do on a on, know. You know, before game. Like, get taking a beauty. Oh yeah, the bit they've got clappers as well, oh. aren't they? Yeah, music. Yeah, you might as well be watching Super League. Just, just, just Super Bowl. Fucking just fold. Shit, like. Uh, now, Why I don't mind Super League, but it's a very different yeah. sport and it's definitely not as authentic as football, is it? So, um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I think it, yeah. it, is, it is one of them where Friday night is different to a, a Tuesday night, isn't it? And I, and I do expect that that will have an impact on. Um, I think it's really, really important that the club actually fucking listen and whoever looks after the fucking soundtrack that gets played does their fucking job. And that we get marching on together uh, at just before kickoff, and just before it, we get strings for Yasmin, and at half time we play marching on together, so that people know to get back to the fucking seats. And it does, I want dizzy dummies a... coming back. There, I said. Do you it. know what? I've, I'm on board. I want some half time shit that we yeah. used to have when we were shit. Yeah, I, want, I, I like to see some dickhead that's half cut. You know, and he's, uh, <laughs> he's stumbling around because he's had too many Stellas or whatever, and he's been sick on himself. Yeah, he's got his gazelles on, and he's trying that's to what I want to see. Exactly. Yeah, I want to see that shit. Why haven't we got that? Yeah. Bring it yeah. back. Agreed. It's Friday. It but, back. but but we are bookmarked by March on Together. So play strings for Yasmin. Fuck off that fat boy slim bullshit. Play strings for Yasmin. Get everybody going. Play marching on together. Get everybody into game. After half time, play marching on together so people get back to the seats and the atmosphere is the same after half time as it was just before it. It's not difficult. We're not asking for the world. Just do your job. Let's do it properly. What is your take um, on the sorry, music I've been after a bit, the game as well? Um, I actually don't mind it because uh, it tends to be that they mirror um, some of what the fans sing, don't mm-hmm. they? So um, it, you, you got the you're rocking all over um, the world, and uh, yeah, yeah, you get you get yeah, your yeah. salt and pepper. I don't mind that salt because pepper, they're emulating yeah. what the fans have been doing, and it's a bit of yeah. a laugh. But that's after the game, especially if but it for won. me, if it were me, I'd, can we not shorten them? Do the intros, do it a little bit, but we're having to listen to the whole status quo song, or the whole fucking Salt and Pepper song. It's just like, I get that. On, just play a bit, you know. Because it, it kind of ruins it when the players are walking off and you want to sing little individual songs for them. 
You can't because you've got fucking status quo. Is <laughs> 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 there three cards? We, we, yeah, we yeah. could have, you know, a lot worse songs than we've got, lads. It could be a lot worse. Like, you know, status quo, it's all right. Like, it's not a bad song. Salt and pepper. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. I need I need to address what Scooby said here. You blaming atmosphere on stadium music choice? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. The time away from the seats is bookended by marching on together. People know that they need to finish up the pine and get back to the seat when marching on together starts. That's what I'm saying. Come on, Scooby, screw your head on. Come on. I mean, I might not have made my point particularly well because tonight has so far been sponsored by Madry. And by a pint of Guinness, and he's now being sponsored by uh, a, a liter pint, a liter bottle of Moretti. So you know, excellent I'm choice. Excellent <laughs> nice. choice. I am on uh, the orange tango now because I've done with my a cup of Yorkshire's finest. Who are for me that stuff? The Rock old, and roll. Uh, Bucky champion. Golden champion. <laughs> that looked like a bottle of Bucky before you turned. Bottle it of Badger. <laughs> Is that? Uh, did it put the fear Badger? Looks like bloody getting... Paddington. Looks like Paddington <laughs> in front of your bottle there. Looks like marmalade sandwiches, mom. It's a rat, though. What? Oh, yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah. It's, not it's a rat. Why ain't it a badger? <laughs> I don't it's know. Fucking... It looks like a rat. <laughs> What's your USP? Well, we're called badger, but we've got a picture of a rat on the bottle. I <laughs> got just put it back up as well. Is it wearing a shell suit? Christ, <laughs> a rat in a shell <laughs> suit. He's a scouse rat. He's even got the headband. <laughs> Full time, Man City are beating Brentford. So all you need is two uh, Rotherham goals now. Oh, Goal's cashed out. Was that, was That'll that, just wreck that, his head. Is that Don't. Leicester? No, it can't no. be Leicester. Is that Ipswich, I meant? Hang on. Don't. 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 Oh, no, it's Don't not. It's Crawley. Crawley of eating Wimbledon. So, lads, um, shall we move on to predictions, Gilly, for uh, the game? Yeah. Fire the... away, pal. Get um, us in with some intros and we'll get on it. That's sound, man. No worries. I'm in the just press the private chat there. That was no good. <laughs> been all right so far tonight. Auto no better predictions. There you go. So, right. from three, two, one, first fan in. Oh, CB. Straight off the bat, CB. Bash. CB. 2 nil leads. Clean sheet. I'll take that. Absolutely. So, Gilly, you're top, so you go first. Yeah, that's a, that's a good it's point, isn't it? Now, isn't it? Uh, well, I think I think it's going to be closer than that, but I do think we're going to win. Um, and, and I want us to beat that Villa 10 wins on the spin in the league. Um, so, I'm, uh, I'm going to... I'm, I, but I do think it's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be a good game. Not particularly high scoring, but I'm going 2-1 leads. Marty, you're next out of the three that's of us. That's that's what I was going to go. Uh, I'm going to go two one leads as well. Uh, I know my uh, our Welsh our Welsh friend over here, Colin. He's gone two one leads. There's quite some good scores in there actually. Jay's gone three one. By the way, I don't know if you've seen. And... <laughs> Brendan in the comments. He's gone two one leads. He's joint with you. <laughs> Shit house. <laughs> Fuck off, Brent. Go one nil or something. It's all about time. No, I'm fine. You all go into it. If you all go the same as I do for the rest of the season, I'm going to win. That's fine. <laughs> Fucking. Can't be having that. I'm going to go 3 1. Russ three, one. Come on, Russ. What's he been chuffing doing down in Rov? <laughs> 6 0 Six leads. Nil leads. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to be devastated if it's 3 1 because all of them 3 nils that we had, I were 3 1 every time. I was I've saying. I've to go 2 1, so it's going to be 3 1, innit? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's going okay, to be. I'm going 2 0. I'm changing mine to 2 0. I have nope, the same too as late. Bren. Hey! Too late. <laughs> nah, uh, come on. I'm, I'm, I can't be the same as Beej. He's locked in. Oh, piss off, man. You're locked it's, in. Uh, Shit. Funnily enough, it's called Badger Brewery. Uh, it was yeah. given to me as a I'll gift. I'll make an exception for you this time if you're desperate to go 2 0. 2 0, please, because it's getting to the nitty gritty and Beej is a shithouse. What do you mean I it's did see it first, the season, cabbage? It? You're watching us on Chuffing Line, you dipstick. <laughs> I said it first. <laughs> What's he, honestly? <laughs> Sat there in his bloody Ivy's vest and his underpants on couch. <laughs> I can't, honest, whatever. Doing nasty uh, things. It might still be, like... oh yeah, no. Um, it might it might be uh, fettling some zombies, you don't know. Yeah. It's fettling summit. I can tell you. <laughs> uh, anyway. um, right, back to you, Carl. <laughs> um, on that note, uh, we've just got a, an announcement. Uh, our good buddies over at Andy's Man Club have sent us over uh, a list of stuff that's going on over the next couple of weeks. Um, please be bigger. There you go. Uh, so... <laughs> that's, what she said. that's not the first time he said that either, is it? <laughs> it even says absolute pleasure at bottom. <laughs> 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 forgot to fucking hit send didn't i what are you fucking there's a graphic above it oh, honestly can't get staff can you no you can't man gilly even offered to do it for you no no i fucking do it now <laughs> I, if i don't with that now if i don't I learn fucking to do here it, now do it so... get to shite with your fucking earphones and whatever else you've been fucking around with and it, and it cracks on and look at fucking state of that it's all right chuffing <laughs> dog's dinner is that in it <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. Christ. Anyway, Friday 23rd, pool oh, night at oh, Northern who's Snooker. This? Who's this? Pardon? Oh, it's West Brom. Oh, they fucked it. It's West Brom, Plymouth. It's fine. Go on, carry yeah. on. Sorry. All right. Friday 23rd, pool night at Northern Snooker, starting at 6.30pm. We'll be on the tables upstairs. We do ask for a small donation to the tables, but this is not essential. Uh, Sunday 25th, uh, Barbara Cook. Barber Club at WT Barbers on Easterly Road from 11 to 3. Come down and get your hair cut. Have a chat with all the proceeds going to Andy's Man Club. And then finally, on Sunday, 3rd of March, walk and talk around Hay Park. Meeting outside Lake Dis- Lakeside Cafe for 11pm. Short walk round and up to the mansion for a coffee afterwards. So anyone that uh, feels like they might want to just have a chat with someone that they don't necessarily know because sometimes it's it's easier to talk to people you don't know because they won't judge you they're just sitting there listening. Oh! go and oh, give it a, sorry, a Carl. no it's, a, it's an important subject sorry carl i didn't mean to do that it better not be that important like money that's important right. that's oh no no no. i meant i meant what carl's saying is important all right <laughs> anyway yeah just uh go and have a chat with someone like the game of pool the, the pretty good pool tables to be fair up at Northern Snooker. Yeah, I can't imagine any of any, any of the people watching us or listening to us beyond that are going to be doing that on Friday night. I'll be honest. No, we've got stuff on on Friday night. It's the Leicester game. <laughs> not not everyone's a football fan, but uh, yeah, the no, but most of the people probably... that watch us are. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. So, uh, um, but yeah, get out for a walk on Sunday then. <laughs> Go and get yeah, your hair no, Get out of your pits and go and get bloody working. Get your boots on. Um, Johnny no, it is has good. made me and, shit and my pants. Good. 
Uh, no, that's what I made that us. noise at. <laughs> I, I just oh. watched that on the. Uh, I've got Sky Go on my phone. I and, swear, um, God, if they equalise now. The replay. <laughs> did you have that down for a draw? Did you? I had Rotherham and Ipswich to draw. Hull to beat oh, Southampton. Oh, did you? Come on, Hull to beat Southampton. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and Man City to beat Brentford. Uh, ten on five hundred quid back. Wow. And I cashed out for £10.50. Made 50p. <laughs> so. I bet you feel a From £10? Off, off a tenner. If, if Ipswich fail and, and Rotherham score now, I will smash my laptop over my knee. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> That'll anyway. be like Jimmy closing off on a, on a pod, like, except... Smiley, <laughs> See you later, lads. <laughs> See you later, lads. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, so, lads, have we had any other business now before we finish up? Uh, yeah, just a just a quick one. So the South, uh, the lead South and East Food Bank have um, have tweeted today. So they're they're going to be back uh, from five forty five in the usual spot. Which, if you don't already know, there is a, uh, a I don't know if it's falafel or meatballs or so. There's some that's falafel? not just a standard uh, burger van um, beyond the East stand on the, on that road. But uh, it's like a rolled hummus type thing. It's chickpea oh, rolling. Is it Lebanese? It's it's Mediterranean. It's somewhere around there. Some healthy um, shite then. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it's, it's all right. It's you know, it's deep people fried, like so it's eating not... rabbit food, don't they? But fuck no, me. no, no. It's deep fried, so it's not that healthy. But people, yeah. you know, if you cover it in garlic mayo, it's fine. But if you eat it with salad, then you, you're just eating rabbit food. Or you could just not eat it at all. Uh, yeah, you could not eat all. That's true. But next to that is where the food bank rocks up. So it's beyond the east stand. Yeah. Um, and what they are looking for um, is stop it. Let me just finish, and then we can talk about it. Uh, what up. we get, what 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 we can uh, what what they're looking for is tin potatoes, uh, pasta sauce, curry sauce, biscuits, shower gel, squash or juice, cooking sauces, tin potatoes, tin tomatoes, and custard. Those are the things cool. that they would like. Do you know what? They are um all volunteers and they are all superstars. They're always dead happy, they're always really smiley and, and um you know they they're just really nice people and they are there come rain or shine, uh no. freezing cold. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on, they're there. So um big up to the Leeds South and East Food Bank, because what you do is ace. Fair play to them. Yeah, yeah. fair dues. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well done. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, lads, we'll, uh, we'll leave it there. Um, thanks for... Southampton have scored. 88th minute. 2-1. 2-1. One. Yeah, one. 88th minute. So. If they got a, another one. But. Um, Book them. Thanks feed for them joining rice. us tonight. Feed them absolute Just, rice. Absolutely. In fact, yeah. feed them rice and then whatever you've got left, get it to the food bank. How's that? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Sweet. That's nice one. I'll probably see us for a pint on Friday, yeah? You certainly shall, I think we'll be friend. about somewhere. Well, I'm sure yeah. you'll see us for about five seconds. All right, lads, I'll be back in 40 minutes. And then we won't see you for an hour. That didn't happen last time. Because you're going to spend some time with your real friends, yeah. won't you, Carl? Shit house. Anyway, <laughs> it's worse than being married. Like, I don't know what that's like. So, you'll have to fill me in. You lads. said you'd come and have a beer with me after the game, and you've left with your friends. <laughs> I'm not seeing you. Anyway, you do you, mate. <clears throat> anyway, Smarty's got issues. Matt, thanks for joining us. 
We'll see you on Friday night. Bye-bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Autumn or Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Autumn or Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke Aftermatch podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.